Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thank you for joining me around the fireside tonight. My name is Joe, and I'm here to tell you a story. A story that shows that even in this world of uncertainty and crisis, love can bloom. A story that tells us that it's okay to take a chance, as you never know where it will lead. A story of romance, of charm, and of kindness. I am pleased to present Love in Quarantine by May Mohammed. As always, please don't forget to like, follow, or subscribe to Tales by the Fireside. Every interaction truly does mean the world to this channel. Now please, get comfortable, let go of the daylight, and join me for our story. Love in Quarantine By May Muhammad. Ashley felt as though she were losing her mind. The WhatsApp messages and the emails were flooding her phone. She also had to move out of her apartment that very day. Oh gosh, she despaired, getting everything done by that evening. It's going to be alright, she whispered to herself. You'll be fine. Her phone pinged. Exasperated, she picked up her phone. A new message. Hi, all the best with the move. Ashley rolled her eyes but responded politely. Thank you, much appreciated. The response came almost instantly. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. An idea formed in her head. Actually, there is something you can do. I have stacks of emails that need attending to. Can you please help? Of course, I'll be glad to, came the immediate response. Oh, good. Send me your email address and I'll forward them to you including a copy of the spreadsheet so you can enter the information. Ashley was curious about the sender of the message, but she was too busy to dwell on it. She felt that a message was a godsend. Now she could get on with the process of moving. Hours later, Ashley was in a taxi on the way to the hotel. 
tired yet elated, she leaned back into the car seat and her mind drifted over the last few weeks. Little had she known that her involvement in the repatriation group would become so frustrating and exciting at the same time. She had been part of a group that had been fighting for a repatriation flight back home. The group had grown from strength to strength and suddenly a flight was organised and the group leader had handed over the reins to Ashley. Despite her inexperience, she had continued the flight and now she was preparing for the next repatriation flight in a few days. Ashley loved the attention she'd been getting from the group members. Life is certainly not boring, she grinned to herself. For the very first time in her 29 years, she was really looking forward to each day, knowing that she was making a difference in people's lives. You don't know what you're capable of until you're thrown into a situation. She sighed as she thought of her students, her colleagues and her school. I'm going to miss my life here, she thought sadly. The taxi came to a halt and Ashley paid the driver and collected her luggage. A few more weeks and then I begin a new life. The thought was at the back of her mind as she carried her luggage into the hotel. After supper, Ashley remembered the message on her phone. She answered her emails and other messages, and then focused on this message. I wonder who he is. She scrolled thoughtfully through the group, looking for any information she could find. And all she got was a name. Dryden Thomas. Aha, she thought, gotcha. She grinned as she typed out a message. All sorted? Yes, came back the response. I'll email you in a bit. Now Ashley's curiosity was really piqued. She scrolled through Facebook looking for information. She spotted a profile that had the same picture as the one on WhatsApp. Looking at his pictures, Ashley felt like a voyeur, but not for long. If you upload pictures to Facebook, be prepared for people to see them. Her brown eyes looked thoughtfully at the photographs. Which one is you, I wonder? Thus began a repertoire of messages that intrigued and fascinated Ashley for the next two weeks. Time flew by. Soon Ashley was on her way to the airport. Her stomach in knots. All she could think about was the journey ahead. She had mixed feelings on meeting Dryden at the airport for the first time. She had always felt that she had no time for romance, but in these last two weeks her feelings had changed. She felt drawn to Dryden, and she was ready for some romance in her life. As she sat at the boarding area, surrounded by other passengers waiting to board, she was constantly approached by other passengers wanting to express their thanks for her part in getting a repatriation flight to get them all back home. Ashley's stomach was in knots. She knew that she would be meeting Dryden before long, and she was nervous as hell. Her phone rang. Hey Ashley, it's Dryden. Where are you? Ashley quelled her nervousness and responded as calmly as she could. At the boarding area of gate 18. On my way. I'm wearing a red shirt, by the way. What about you? I'm sitting in the middle of the boarding area, all dressed in black. She grimaced as she said it. It didn't come out as she intended. I'll be there just now. And with that, he cut the call. 
As she stared at the entrance to the waiting area, her stomach knotting in anticipation of meeting Dryden for the first time, she turned her head as another passenger approached her to express thanks and appreciation. As she tucked a strand of long brown hair behind her ear and glanced towards the entrance, her breath seemed to stick in her throat as she spotted a red shirt. Her eyes widened as they travelled from the red shirt to the face above it, not even realising that the person she'd been speaking to was walking away. Every part of her was focused on the man walking towards her. As he got closer, Ashley realised that he was tall, at least 5'9". He walked directly over to her. Ashley? About time, she teased. I thought you'd never make it. I wouldn't miss it for the world, he grinned, and she realised his grin was quite attractive. She looked into his intense green eyes and felt her stomach not up again. Thankfully, it was time to board, and Ashley was intensely aware of Dryden as they boarded the plane. She knew that he sat a few seats behind her, and she could feel his eyes on her whenever she left her seat to use the washroom. As the plane touched down at O.R. Tambo Airport, all the passengers applauded. Ashley felt such a sense of achievement, it felt like she was floating. The next few hours flew past, and soon she was on her way to the hotel, where they were to be quarantined for the next 14 days. To her surprise and delight, Dryden was placed in the same hotel as she. She felt a warm feeling in her tummy to know that his room was a few doors down from hers. She settled in, had supper, and took a long, hot shower before turning in for the night. Early the next morning, the nurses came round to take her temperature and to update her about the routine for the next 14 days. To her delight, Dryden messaged her after lunch. The next six days are going to drag, he moaned. The nurses were here just now. We're prisoners for the next six days. Depends on how you look at it, she teased. It gives you time to relax and plan for life after quarantine. I'm thinking of the here and now, he returned. You are here and I can't leave my room. So frustrating. You don't have to leave your room, silly. You have the phone, video calling. What more do you need? She giggled, secretly delighted. I need you. Ashley felt the breath wish out of her lungs. She hadn't expected him to be so forthright. I need to be with you. You know that you can't, she said. It isn't safe. I know, he said. It doesn't mean I accept it. Ah, uh, well, after day six, who knows what will happen? Yeah, she whispered. Who knows? The next few days dragged. Ashley's days were spent checking her emails and answering messages. Her nights were spent chatting with Dryden, and as the days passed, Ashley could feel the tension rise. It wasn't what he said as much as it was what he didn't say. Their conversations were light enough, but she could feel the tension simmering. Once the nurses had visited on the sixth day and cleared them for 30 minutes of exercise, Ashley was overjoyed and looking forward to getting out of the room. Her phone pinged just as she was getting dressed. You up for a walk? The message flashed on the screen. Yes! was her instant response. She couldn't wait to see him again. The walk turned out to be a long stroll around the hotel property that lasted an hour. 
Ashley learned a lot about Dryden in that hour. The more she learned, the more she liked. She loved his sense of humour, his ability to talk to everyone, young and old, and the way he carried himself. She felt more and more attracted to him as time went by. By the tenth day, Ashley knew she was in love with Dryden. He was an utter gentleman, not overstepping his mark, not even attempting to kiss her. She felt a little frustrated that he wasn't trying to get closer to her. She wondered if she had misread his interest in her. Maybe he just wanted friendship and nothing else. Stop it, she scolded herself. Take it slow and see what happens. That afternoon, he messaged. How would you like to see the sunset? Bring your camera. I'll come get you at 5.30. Ashley was ready, exactly at 5.30. Dryden took her up to the car park where the sun was setting. Watching the sunset was the most breathtaking experience ever, and the experience left her in awe of nature and its beauty. She felt tears well up in her eyes at the sight of such splendour. It's a pity we can't go for coffee, Dryden was saying as he passed the closed restaurant and coffee shop. The whole world seems to have shut down due to this virus. Ashley smiled thoughtfully. Her mind was still on the beautiful sunset. She was so glad she managed to get a good few pictures. She would remember this day till the end. Are you alright? Dryden asked. You haven't said much. I'm fine, replied Ashley. I just can't get over that sunset. It was gorgeous. Thank you for that. Welcome, he said with a boyish grin. When they got to her door, she looked at him and impulsively she asked, Would you like some coffee? He looked at her for a minute. I thought you'd never ask. Once inside the room, Ashley realised that they were directly in the bedroom and regretted her impulsiveness. She avoided looking at the bed that loomed largely in her vision, swallowed hard and offered him a seat. She prepared the coffee and offered him some snacks. They drank silently, each in their own thoughts. It was the longest five minutes of Ashley's life. Somehow, she just couldn't get any words out of her mouth. She felt totally awkward. Dryden stood up suddenly. I have to go. His voice seemed hoarse. Thanks for the coffee. He moved toward the door, with Ashley trailing behind him. She was feeling a bit relieved, and very disappointed that he was leaving. As they approached the door, he slowed down. Then he stopped, turned slowly toward her and stared down into her face. He touched her cheek gently, tracing a finger down to her lips. Then he bent his head and captured her lips. The kiss was soft and tender. His lips played with hers, softly and sensually, until she opened her mouth and kissed him back. Ashley's arms wrapped themselves around his neck and she leaned into him, enjoying the sensation of his lips against hers. He lifted his head, breathing raggedly. I've been wanting to do that since I saw you. I'll see you tomorrow. As he walked out the door, closing it behind him, Ashley felt a little bereft. She touched her lips and could still feel the imprint of his lips on hers. She didn't know whether she was happy or disappointed that he didn't take it further. Just as she closed the door, her phone pinged. You taste so good. I don't think I'm going to get any sleep tonight. Good night. You're not the only one, thought Ashley. She tossed and turned all night as she fell off to sleep in the early hours of the morning. She dreamt of being in Dryden's arms.
Ashley woke up to the sound of the phone ringing in her ear. What the hell? Who could that be? She scrambled to find the phone on her bed. Wakey, wakey, lazy, came a disgustingly cheerful voice through the phone. What the hell, Dryden? Do you realise what time it is? Yeah, 5.15am. I showed you a sunset last night, and now we're going to see the sunrise. Get up, I'll be there in 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Are you crazy? I'm not even awake yet. 15 minutes. Get going. I'll be there, ready or not. He hung up before Ashley could get a few choice words out of her mouth. Hell's bells, she thought as she ran to the bathroom. He is a morning person. Ugh. She was ready in 15 minutes, grabbing her jacket as she opened the door. Ready? His grin so charming that she was torn between wanting to slap him and kiss him. She just nodded as she pulled the door behind her. They walked in the opposite direction as the day before and came to a spot high enough to look down into the valley of houses. Within minutes, the sun began to rise. Ashley was lost in the beauty of the red, orange and yellow colours splayed over the roofs of houses and trees as the sun rose majestically into the sky. After taking photographs, they decided to take a long walk around the hotel site. It was so easy to keep the conversation flowing as they had so much in common. An hour later, he left her at her door, promising to see her later that evening. As she walked through the door into her room, Ashley realised that they had something special. She didn't know whether it would last, but she knew that she wanted to take a chance on him. Nothing in life was guaranteed, and she was no coward. She would take each day as it came and make the best of what they had. The world was in crisis, and amongst all this uncertainty, she had found some happiness. She was happy and thankful. The end. Good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.